Let's get some analysis on yesterday's provincial budget. Let's welcome in Mike Moffat from the Ivy School of Business at Western University, also Senior Director of the Smart Property Institute. Mike, good afternoon. Thanks for joining us. Oh, thank you for having me. Okay, uh, lots of talk about the spending, and there is quite a bit here. As a matter of fact, it's the largest spending budget in the province's history. And some of the analysis I've read today, Mike, uh, a lot of people are asking, uh, is this the Conservatives? Is this a Conservative budget? Well, it, it certainly seems uh, that they're kind of moving more towards the center. I, I guess they kind of figure that's uh, where the opposition is. So uh, spending is going up about uh, 6% uh, this year and uh, 4 to 5% in, in future years. In fact, spending by the provincial government is slated to go up more than spending by the Trudeau uh, Liberals. So this is $200 billion in spending. Uh, they've named the budget Ontario's Plan to Build. And and that's where a lot of the money is going to. It's it's all about building new uh, hospitals and and roads and transit and that kind of thing. So some really large uh, invest or infrastructure investments in this budget. All right, nearly as you mentioned, two hundred billion dollars in total spending. Uh, what out of all of that spending, Mike, has uh, really caught your attention or your eye? Well, I, I think uh, a lot of the uh, transit funding, the, the subway funding. So, you know, we go back to the uh, uh, the days of Rob Ford talking subway, subway, subways. Well, Doug Ford at the provincial level has kind of continued uh, continued on with that. That's, uh, you know, they're putting a lot of money into transit, uh, a lot of money, again, into highways. So uh, it's, it's going to be interesting to see whether or not they can actually spend all of this money. We know uh, there's a, a shortage of skilled laborers, and, and boy, does this problem province want to spend a lot of money uh, building a lot of stuff. Yeah, including hospitals. You mentioned that there is a lot of funding for hospitals. They're slated to receive, I think, somewhere upwards around $40 billion in the next decade. And obviously, health care is top of mind for a lot of people in the province, particularly after what we've experienced the last couple of years with the pandemic. Do we know exactly where that $40 billion is going to go? And are we confident it's going to make a difference when it comes to health care? Well, I think a lot of the spending is just going to have to keep up with an aging population uh, that uh, Ontarians are, are getting older. We see in the city of Toronto for the first time ever that there are more seniors than children under the age of 15, according to data that's just coming up from the census. So there's a lot of details uh, still to be put forward. But I, I think what the government's trying to do here is just kind of keep pace with population aging rather than uh, you know necessarily having huge improvements. So there's a, a lot of spending and a lot of investments that need to be made at, at all levels uh, to, uh, you know, to, to help our seniors and to deal with uh, some of the issues that we've seen during this pandemic. All right. One of the big issues uh, these days, of course, is affordability with rising prices and inflation. Was there anything in there to address how Ontario families, you know, a lot of them are struggling, particularly when it comes to the grocery store and the gas station uh, right now and just affording the ever increasing cost of living? Well, we, we had earlier announcements uh, around the gas tax. Uh, the, the government uh, did announce an expansion of the lift tax credit. So this is a tax credit for low and medium uh, income or mid-level income workers uh, so they could get up to an a additional $300 back 
at tax time. But I think overall, you know, if you're looking for uh, issues around affordability, you may be disappointed by this budget. Uh, their their projections on housing are that house prices will continue to go up. Uh, they're projecting interest rates will continue to go up, and that's going to be a double whammy uh, for first time home buyers that they'll have to make larger down payments in order to afford a home, and their monthly mortgage uh, bills are going to be going up as well. All right, let's talk uh, just finally here about uh, housing affordability because uh, we do have a, a new study out from uh, Ipsos that says 63% of Canadian non-owners, homeowners, have, quote, given up on ever buying a home, Mike. Uh, yeah, and you can absolutely understand why when uh, home prices uh, across uh, Canada are you know getting closer to a million dollars, and you know traditionally affordable communities like, like Tilsonburg, uh, you know, are seeing average home prices of three quarters of a million dollars. So that's really priced uh, young homeowners uh, or young potential homeowners out of this market. Uh, there's a lot that needs to be done on the supply side to to get uh, uh, more entry level, uh, you know, starter homes homes for families. Uh, and, you know, we didn't see a lot either from the federal or provincial government to help do that. So I can understand where this pessimism is coming from. This is, I, I think, the worst market we've seen in Canadian history uh, for first-time home buyers. You only got about 30 seconds left here, but uh, rising interest rates, have that has that made a difference, Mike? Have we seen anything there when it comes to cooling this red-hot housing market? Yeah, absolutely. So we uh, had some housing data come out uh, a couple of weeks ago showing slow price slowdowns uh, in the GTA, but that doesn't really help that much affordability because any sort of gains from the lower prices are more than offset by uh, higher mortgage payments from the higher interest rates. All right. Got to leave it there. Mike, really appreciate the analysis. Thanks for joining us here on this Friday and enjoy your weekend. You too. Take care. You too. Mike Moffat is with the Ivy School of Business at Western University here on the Jeff MacArthur Show. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.